Hi, welcome to the Nafford Junction podcast with me, James Walters. This is a series of how-tos, research and advice to give you ideas of how to help climate change by inspiring regeneration to give back more than we take and sustainability for the benefit of people, planet and future generations. Our mission is to combine the best information from across the internet with our own experiences at home and work to help you grow, eat and live sustainably. I hope you find this episode helpful. All right then, we're back after a bit of a break. I've been um, kind of busily doing things behind the scenes. I've uh, redone the website. I felt it was all getting a bit too complicated. I wanted it to be a, a lot more simple so we will uh, sort of take a look at that at the end but um but yeah so well welcome back this is me James Walters uh, this time we're going to review 350.org and we'll take a look at the science behind 350 successes from a decade of action and how to get involved this is part of our series on living sustainably on my journey with sustainability I keep finding new people and organisations that do amazing things to help climate change and to improve our lives. It's one of the reasons I felt inspired to start NAFA Junction. My goal was always to create a central resource to make it easy for others to find ideas to live climate positive. One of the organisations that I found on my travels through climate activism is 350.org. So let's take a look at 350.org. The movement was started in 2008 by a group of university friends in the USA and the author of one of the first books on global warming for the general public by uh, Bill McKibben. The name 350.org came from the fact that 350 parts per million or PPM of carbon dioxide is the atmosphere is the safe concentration for a habitable planet. Countless scientists, climate experts and government officials agree that 350 parts per million is the safe level of carbon dioxide in our atmosphere. As of February 2023, there's 420 parts per million of CO2 in the atmosphere. 350.org is all about reversing the climate crisis by ending the age of fossil fuels and transitioning to community-led renewable energy. The climate crisis is immense, so we need daring, courageous and innovative solutions that solve the problems that we've created. Fighting the climate crisis is also a fight against social injustice, because the people that have done the least to cause climate change are the ones that suffer the most. 350.org is about bringing together as many people as possible, students, unions, human rights and social justice groups, communities, faith groups, universities, business owners, and all who believe in the need for transformational change to collaborate and put pressure on governments and the fossil fuel industry. Now let's look at the science behind 350. The science is complex, but the basics are really quite well basic. It's warming. It's us. We're sure it's bad and we can fix it. So our beautiful miracle Goldilocks planet is warming. Yes, planet Earth without humans has always fluctuated in temperature. But 
past mass extinctions were the result of greenhouse gases being released into the atmosphere over the course of around a million years. The last mass extinction, the one that killed around 75% of all species, also had the help of an asteroid that hit the Gulf of Mexico, so scientists believe, and released a lot of sulphur that was stored underground. The difference with this climate crisis is that we humans have released the same amount of carbon dioxide, plus other greenhouse gases, in just the last 200 years. What took nature a million years took us only 200 years. We've also lived through the five hottest years on record, 2016, 2015, 2017, 2018 and 2014. You can read more about this in our article on how to sustain life on our planet at naffordjunction.co.uk slash blog, inspired by the amazing David Attenborough and his documentary, A Life on Our Planet, that you can get on Netflix. So it's us. Still sceptical that it's us humans that cause the current climate crisis? Well, the latest... IPCC, IPCC stands for Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, published in 2021, confirmed that global warming is unequivocally human-driven. Before the 18th century, when we in the industrial West began to burn coal, oil and gas, our atmosphere typically contained about 280 parts per million of carbon dioxide. Those are the conditions on which civilization developed and to which life on Earth is adapted. The IPCC report states that we must limit global warming to 1.5 degrees C above pre-industrial levels. 1.5 degrees C doesn't sound much. Well, it is huge. Just try leaving your heating off in winter. Pop the heating on and feel the difference between 15 degrees and 16.5 degrees. Then consider that we live on a planet with an incredibly complex ecosystem that evolved to live in a very, very narrow window of temperature. Science shows that a temperature rise of 2 degrees rather than 1.5 would affect hundreds of millions more people, twice as many plants and three times as many insect species will lose vast swathes of their habitat. To put 1.5 and 2 degrees into context, Imagine the world's oceans with a temperature rise of 1.5 degrees by 2100, there could be a sea level rise of 40 centimetres, which could become 1.5 metres by 2300. With a temperature rise of 2 degrees, there could be a sea level rise of 50 centimetres, which could become 2.7 metres by 2300. Imagine how much water it takes to raise sea levels by 40 centimetres, 50 centimetres, 1.5 metres or 2.7 metres. Imagine the amount of energy needed to heat all that water. And the temperature rise is very unevenly distributed around the planet. Some parts are warming up much more than others. Oh, and it's not like 1.5 will happen in another lifetime. We're already getting closer to the preferable goal of 1.5 degrees. It's happening now in our lifetime. Then we're sure. We are sure this is a fact. An overwhelming 97% of scientists agree that climate change is caused by human greenhouse gas emissions, 
That's what the IPCC report confirmed. It feels crazy to include a part that reinforces the fact that we're sure the current climate crisis is caused by humans. But here goes. Part of being dependent on fossil fuels is because of the lies and misinformation from the fossil fuel industry that knew the effects of burning fossil fuels as long ago as the 1970s. There's a great video short on Water Bear called 50 Years of Lies and Misinformation that explains those lies. Here's one example. The oil company Exxon knew about climate change's impact in the 1970s and found out that action would impact their bottom line. As a result, they joined an industry-wide attack on the truth, creating a false debate that prevented action for decades. Now we know that Exxon and other companies like Shell have been taking actions to protect their infrastructure from climate change for decades, while fighting action to protect us. Uh, yeah, sorry, that always uh, stops me in my tracks a little bit. Um, that fact is quite scary. Next is it's bad. The difference between 1.5 degrees C and 2 degrees C of global temperature rise could mean well over 10 million more migrants from sea level rise. The 2018 IPCC report confirmed that increased frequency and severity of extreme weather events is a result of climate change. There's already been one degree C of warming there or thereabouts. That warming has resulted in devastating impacts. Global grain yields have declined by 10% from heat waves and floods. Over a million people living near coasts have been forced from their homes. Millions more are expected to flee in the coming years. You can learn more about why we need to stay under 1.5 degrees C in the People's Dossier on 1.5 degrees C that you can find at 350.org. The amazing number five is we can fix it. Whilst the climate crisis is a threat to our lives now and the future of our children and the human race, the amazing fact is we have the power to reverse climate change. We have to keep fossil fuels in the ground, significantly increase solar, wind and hydro energy. It might seem like keeping fossil fuels in the ground and increasing renewable energy is out of our reach. But those of us that can afford to choose where we spend our money do have the power to help stop climate change. Here are some examples of what you can do today and in your day to day life, such as switching your gas and electric to GEUK, which is the only supplier that can provide truly green gas and renewable energy. You can start shopping for organic or ideally regenerative organic foods that not only improve the nutrition that we eat, but also help to improve climate change. plus a lot more. So that's the science behind 350. Now let's take a look at some of the successes of 350.org. In 2009, 350.org mobilised people in 181 countries to give world leaders the message that we need a fair, ambitious and binding climate treaty. CNN called it the most widespread day of political action in our planet's history. In 2010, 
350.org through a global work party where people all over the world got their hands dirty for the benefit of the planet. In 2011, 350.org led an ambitious effort to stop one of North America's most dangerous pipelines. In 2012, Bill McKibben and Naomi Klein's Do the Math tour showed the world that the fossil fuel industry already held existing stockpiles of coal, oil and gas that, if used, would blow through our carbon budget five times over. In 2013, 471 young activists from 135 countries were trained at Global Power Shift in Istanbul, Turkey. The newly trained activists held power shifts in their own countries from India to Vanuatu to Ukraine and Thailand. In 2014, the People's Climate March in New York City saw an astounding 400,000 people take to the streets and over 2,000 actions around the world. In 2015, 10,000 people were on the streets in Paris to usher in the Paris Agreement, supported by another 775,000 in the streets around the world. 195 signatories committed to reduce emissions, but nowhere near enough to stay below 1.5 degrees C. In 2016, a week of action targeting coal, oil and gas projects brought together 30,000 people in 20 countries. Keep it in the ground became an international rally cry. 350.org also launched the Exxon New campaign after revelations that the fossil fuel company knew about climate change back in the 1960s, but did nothing to stop it. In 2017, 350.org celebrated their First Nations partners when the Energy East pipeline was cancelled in Canada, keeping 1.1 million barrels of tar sands oil per day in the ground. In Turkey, grassroots resistance forced cancellations of two coal plants in the Alaga region. In 2018, in Canada, Indigenous-led mobilisation forced the Federal Court of Appeal to overturn government approval of Kinder Morgan's Trans Mountain Pipeline Extension. New Zealand banned all new permits for new blocks of oil and gas exploration offshore. During Rise for Climate, a global day of action, 250,000 people mobilised around the world. In 2019, the Lamu coal plant in Kenya was halted. Two states in Brazil passed fracking bans to leave shale gas reserves larger than North America's Marcellus in the ground forever, and municipal bans across the country numbered 410. Responding to a call from youth from Fridays for Future, a record 7.6 million people took to the streets to strike for climate action as part of the global climate strike, the biggest climate mobilisation in history. You might also like, uh, you might also like the uh, Climate Stories Hub for grassroots stories across the global climate movement that's also on 350.org. So how do you get involved? Well, the best ways to get involved with 350.org are to sign up to their email newsletter, join a group near you, look at campaigns in your region, build your campaigning skills, donate to support 350.org. All of that you can find at 350.org. There are also lots of resources, graphics, photos, videos and storytelling kits on their website in their resources section. So here's what you can do and also a look at the updated website. Take a look at 350.org. 
Get started with six simple steps and vote with your money at naffordjunction.co.uk slash vote. Try the sustainability roadmap with 40 plus solutions to live climate positive at naffordjunction.co.uk slash roadmap. Use the company directory to help you grow, eat and live sustainably at naffordjunction.co.uk slash directory. Be inspired. We can live climate positive if we do something about it. Talk to your friends and colleagues and share this with others. Links to everything I mentioned, as well as sources used to create this piece, can be found in the description or in the article 350.org review at naffordjunction.co.uk slash blog. Keep listening to this episode for more ways that you can help stop climate change. Where next? There's so much inspiring information to give you ideas of how to help climate change by growing, eating and living sustainably. You can go to naffordjunction.co.uk, read our articles, subscribe to our podcast, sign up to our free email newsletter, join the hashtag vote with our money campaign, work through the sustainability roadmap, find companies to help you grow, eat and live sustainably. Follow Nafford Junction on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Help us inspire others. If you're passionate about helping climate change, please consider supporting Nafford Junction. You can become a patron to give regular contributions. Buy me a coffee to make a one-off contribution. Create for us and publish thought-provoking content. Become an inspiring leader and advertise with us. Go to naffordjunction.co.uk slash support. This was produced by me, James Walters, as a personal project to help stop climate change by inspiring others to grow, eat and live sustainably. Any advice given is the opinion of those involved and does not constitute medical, financial or legal advice. We may include links we think you will find useful. If you buy through those links, we may earn a small commission. It's one way to support our work and to inspire as many people as possible. Thanks for listening. Come back soon. Bye-bye.